us off. That's all we're doing. That's it. You want to hit one sound effect? Do you have your soundboard up? I am. Oh, no, I don't. I pew, pew, pew. Those right. are the fireworks for the holiday. Hey. Oh, I ate so much. Yay. Hey, everybody at home. Um, this is not this is not a technical awkward hi-fi podcast. Uh, we're setting something up here. So happy Labor Day. Happy yeah. end of the summer to everybody. I hope they had fun. I hope everyone still has all 10 digits. You're still burping up hot dogs. And uh, yeah, I didn't eat too much of... Uh, Corn. What, what do they call them? Lips and assholes. <laughs> lips and assholes, indeed. Need to make fried lips and assholes, and um, the nitrates. Like me, drank a thirty pack of beer on the whole day for and, breakfast, and didn't even get buzzed because I ate so much goddamn food. Anyway, so <laughs> as you might have noticed, there wasn't a, an episode this week. We apologize, but we were all re- respectively partying. Yeah, we meant to, but eh, you know us. Yeah. So, uh, th- we're, but uh, and now what's happening is I, damn dang, am going on a little vacation starting tomorrow, basically. Um, and, uh, and so I'm going to be gone for a week. So Dave, producer Dave's been working on this pretty cool thing, uh, that he calls, what's the name of it? This one I called reality and checks mix. I think with our Patreons, we put up. Oh yeah, we did do. Yeah. For, for any of the Patreons that are still around. Um, so basically that's Dave's interview show. And, and this is, you've, you've been working on one for a while now that you interviewed your friend. Yeah. My friend, my friend, Laura, um, I had done. I was trying to do topics with reality and checks mix. I was like, all right, let me try something serious since we pretty much do porn, hookers, drugs, right. and whatever. And uh, and I had done one with our friends. It's been a while since I've done porn, hookers, and drugs, by the way. I know. Fuck. It's been like four days. Well, at least two or three of those things. <laughs> but, um, I tried to do one, and then I, I tried to do one with divorce with people we know. Mm-hmm. And it didn't really... It went well, but they, they had some like reservations once it was over. Like, oh, I don't think I want that on the air. And I was like, motherfucker. Right. And then my friend that I've been talking to forever, we worked together like 10 years ago, but we've never really hung out, but we're still kind of tight. Like, we always talk on text or social media. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you still don't know the story of my divorce. And I was like, what is the story? I would love to listen to the story of your divorce. And I'm telling you, like, this story is fucking awesome amazing like this is a strong woman this is a strong strong woman so basically what you did is you started talking about it and then it was so much information and so interesting that you decided to break it up into three parts yeah i had no choice so you've just been bullshitting yeah we were talking and like she she lets loose you'll hear it she she Mm -hmm. completely like you know she's got a a way to talk she's definitely fucking funny as hell Mm -hmm. and her story it's it's shocking to hear it with such an upbeat positive tone but it's a crazy crazy tale right so i figured you know we I thought it was going to be two parts, and then two turned into three, and right. three's, three was definitely it. It's wrapped in three. But, you know, we we, t- we told people around, like, this is, I taped these a little while ago. The third one, I'm still editing, yeah. but I might have to retape it, but let's we're going to give it to the people, because we're talking, like, we're like, yeah, these schedules are crazy. Yeah, yeah. Let's fucking so we're gonna give th- them something. So basically, that's what we're setting up right now. This is what, if you want to continue listening, what you're going to hear now is part one of Dave, Producer Dave's Reality and Checks Mix. Which is is a pretty enthralling conversation w- uh, with this woman, yep. and um, and I hope you enjoy that. And then uh, we will be back with regular shows in about a week. In that time, in about a week, right? No, I think we, we said we were going to do because next week you're gone too, right? Well, I'll be gone from basically tomorrow until next Saturday. Okay, so we'll we'll try so, and get yeah. a scab. So in. so we'll a, a new show will be not this upcoming Tuesday, 
but the next Tuesday we'll have a new show by then, hopefully. Right. So yeah. we'll throw this one out this week. We'll do we'll do the two parts, uh, and, and so those look out for those, and then and then if you guys decide to do a scab show, there might be a scab show in yeah. there, which would be fun. You have some s- shit set up for. So right. there will be content up. It's just that yeah. we, we, you know we're all not going to be back in the same room for another week and a half, yeah. let's say. But we care about all forty four. of All forty four of you. you know, we're, this is why we're putting this content up right now. Don't you leave us. Yeah. Don't you leave. Do us. not. So uh, what do you think about it, uh, Daily? I just knew I had to put shit on my face to go get food. Yeah. Who the hell said that? (laughs) (laughs) Man, I smell like a fucking diaper right now. Me and producer Dave just got back (laughs) from a 25-mile bike ride pretty much. And uh, And in the dark in the last part of it. Yeah. And we're old and hurting. So we're going to let this go. But enjoy yeah. Reality and Checks Mix. Look out for the two-parter. And then there's, this is basically a trilogy. Yeah, there's a third, I would third say on par with the original Star Wars. I, I mean, it's just so. that interesting and enthralling. With the HD effects. Oh, of course. I don't think we're as good as yeah. the, the non-HD. Yeah. Now, don't get thrown off because in part three, some teddy bears with spears are going to come running out of the woods. But, but it's all right. Stick with it. My wife might make out with those teddy bears. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Check this out. It's pretty cool. And then we'll be back in about a week and a half with another episode. But before that, there'll probably be a scab episode. So just keep checking back. Yep. And uh, thank you for listening. And anything else? Say that line you say so well. We'll see you in a few short days. Oh, I meant to go back. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Sitting here with my friend Laura, uh, you're doing a reality and checks mix episode. Uh, I, I don't even know which one you would be. Probably the thirdish, maybe second or third, because some of them aren't going to work out. But uh, you and I met 13 years ago, 13, yeah, 14 years 13, ago. 14 years ago. Worked together for a brief stint, uh, <laughs> like two years or so, and then have been kind of like text buddies for as long as since I, we haven't worked there. And uh, I guess the main reason we we're going to talk about, well, the main topic we're going to talk about is you have sadly gone through a divorce. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're going to tell me you had a crazy story of divorce. So you can leave out what you want to leave out, leave in what you want to leave in. Try to keep out names because that's always fun. It always, uh, whenever people say names, they're like, oh, I'm okay saying names. And then they say a name and then it's like, Oh, could you edit out when I say blah blah blah? And then it's like, no. Mm, I probably it. don't want to say name, but it might slip. <laughs> yeah, if it slips, we'll like, and I'll go back, and when I'm when the name's going to come, I'll be like, nope. I'll say something <laughs> stupid. But um, so yeah, so you want me to like start from the beginning? You could st- you could start at any point you're comfortable. We just know the fact that you're divorced. Mm, so I've been divorced six months now, actually. Six months. Mm. So your divorce is fresh. Uh, how long were you married? Um. Six years. Six years. Okay. And I don't know. Take it away. Like, what do you, what, uh, what were the complications that led to it? Was it always happy? Should you have, were there Uh, signals you should have known before? uh, Looking back on it, yeah, you pick up on things like the red flags that you ignore. Um, 
generally he was someone in the military when I met. Okay. But then uh before we got married, so that he was done with the military, never went back in all that. And then he wanted to, you know, work for the government instead, and that's what the route he was gonna go. And um so we did that instead. We ended up getting married. We actually got married in a helicopter over in Niagara Falls. Very cool. That's actually, I remember. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. I was like, "What? Are you serious?" I know it's crazy. You're like I, I went like up single, I attention. came down married. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nice. That's pretty awesome. Then I think I got pregnant with Blake maybe like eight months later or something like that, so which was sooner than I wanted. I wanted to like wait a few right. years, but you know, we were married, whatever. Um. And then while I was pregnant, he ends up telling me he like joins the military like, again. Join, join the military. He joined, rejoined the military, just on his own. Didn't think to talk it over with me or anything. So wow. <laughs> okay, so now you're an army. Just or, reserve. Oh, yeah, yeah no, like just reserves one wife. week in a month, two weeks a year. Lies. <laughs> 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 and I then, always think of that like Pauly Shore movie when he yeah in the army now. <laughs> And he's like, oh, and he yeah. convinces his friend, like, it's only one week in a month, yeah. and then he gets deployed. Exactly. Is that how it went with him? Like, he, he was like, oh, it's only going to be blah, 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 and then he wanted to take him more shit. Extra money, blah, 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 even though I didn't want him to join. Um, but then after, let's see, maybe only, Blake was only three months old okay. when he ended up going away, though, to, like, um, like an academy down south for, for like government police work, not military. Right. So he was away since uh, like was three months old. And then I think he was away for like maybe like six months. And then he was even working in D.C. for us. So some like just like, you know, long, long distance, distance whatnot. Stuff. But, you know, this is what this is like his like dreams to do this. And I was supportive of it. You know, it was rough. Um, and then comes back and is working in New York you know, doing like the government police job and, uh, but then going away from military here and there and all that and ends up volunteering to deploy. Okay. Nice. Without even talking that over with me either. Red flag. <laughs> That's a red flag. Um, and where'd he go? He went to Guantanamo Bay. All right. So he wasn't like in combat, but he was going to give out <clears throat> some cock meat sandwiches. <laughs> so, um, every day he's gone, mm -hmm. he's telling me he loves me, misses me, wants to come home have another child. Like we should have a real wedding. Blah blah blah. Every single day, every day. And when he signed up to go, that like to go on, was it a certain time? Like he was like, "Hey, I signed up for blah 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 this amount of time." That he knew or to deploy. Was it, yeah. The deployments are one year. A full year. One full year. And was it like, hey, it's good money because it's kind of like combat pay? Yeah, it yeah. is good money. Because that I see because I was in the- in That the was reserves. one of his selling points. I mean- Yeah, oh, it is. It's like, ta there's, there's like It's like 100 taxes. grand tax-free. Yeah, it's tax-free. Uh, if you're in a combat zone, they do like, you know, you get other stuff, but it should have been like better benefits for everything. Yeah, it's like a, like a good 100 grand, maybe a little bit more tax-free, mm -hmm. pretty much. They take like nothing out of it. Nice. But didn't didn't the talk to you, didn't talk to you about it. He was like, "Here are the selling points. <laughs> I already signed that. I gotta go." Yeah, nothing I can do about it. Okay, new baby, <laughs> and he's out. Yeah. So anyway, he goes away. Um, we talk like every single day somehow, either like texting or emailing or calls, whatever. But we like talk like every day. Loves me, misses me, blah blah blah. Every single day, he you ends have up coming. Another kid. All that. Mm -hmm. 
Wendy Avalaning, like all this shit, right? Really? Series? That's a, that's a oh, romantic, yeah, tracking it. That's a romantic uh, yeah, well, shit. You, when you want to come home for leave, you got to like plot oh. it out, right? You know? He's like, I want to come home, drop off some uh, baby I was, batter. And I was willing to do it because we all, like, we didn't want to just have like an only child. We wanted to have like another. So right. even though it'd be rough, I was willing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. He, and then he uh, ends up coming home early because Blake, you know, Blake has like a genetic disease. So the doctor wrote a letter or whatever. Really is. Anyway, Blake's fine. Oh, okay. Um, like I was just touching that kid. Genetic, <laughs> not infectious. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just, um, oh, that's well. That's uh, but he's fine. You said. Well, actually, they both have the genetic disease. It's actually for me, and I didn't know about it. I didn't oh. know I had it. And are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Okay, I've had a couple I mean, episodes in my life. But... These are uh, active boys. I've been here before a while before yeah, we yeah, could yeah. start recording. You know these what? guys are. These are. These you know are, what? It could be worse. These are boys. If you're gonna pick some genetic diseases out there, and there's some pretty bad ones, yeah. this is not bad. Right on. Not yeah, bad. It's it you know it's fevers, like body aches and pains, things like that. But it's not like nothing you can't like cure with some like Advil or some stuff like that. Well, yeah, you just treat it with steroids and I then like know. Advil and whatever cortisone. Mm. Huh. They're actually even studying him at the National Institute of Health. Oh, they cool. actually had this expense paid trip down there. Oh, like yeah. to, I met the quack that like discovered the gene defect. <laughs> He's a quack though. Oh, he had eyelashes re- that rested on his glasses. So he's like eyebrow- a mad scientist. No, I, yeah, mad scientist. Exactly. He had yeah. eyebrows that rested on his glasses. Nice. Like crazy hair. Was like- he like, lovely to meet you? <laughs> and you're like, like oh, all right. team of doctors. There's something else. Well, that's cool. But, anyway, so the boys I wasn't are down healthy. with what they were suggesting. And I think they just wanted to like kind of use him as like a... Um, Guinea pig? Yeah. Yeah, F that. And a child a at that too. Yeah. They wanted to see how a certain medicine would be on a child. Yeah, no, that's not okay. We'll have to do. And I did my own research. Thoroughly for another. I did my own research, and all research proved that this medicine should never be used on a child. So why would they be have been pushing it on me then? You know. Yeah, it's well, that's big pharma. Exactly, they wanted to see how it would go. I think. Yeah, big pharma is not to be trusted. I am not a fan of big pharma at all. And and so he uh, the husband was home. Yeah, he came with me when that happened. He was not home the first. (laughs) few episodes where it all happened and nobody knew what was going on we were right. in the hospital and everybody was testing for everything like we were like quarantined for god's sakes almost really it was like et because it was an odd thing you know mm-hmm. anyway it all worked out we figured it out and luckily treatments and yeah everything's on. figured out but i have it my mom has it my brother has it my grandma has it but we never knew and everyone was always like saying like they were like crazy like it's like in your head type of shit. So it's cool yeah. that like finally that my mom in like her late sixties like, found out what she has. Yeah. My grandma never found out. Whew. So you guys have like this like uh, family uh, HPV <laughs> <laughs> that you're just like. Well, I actually we only can have, go on. We're fine. I, it's only a fifty fifty chance of me passing it. Right. Like, but I ended up passing it both times. They, they've both been tested. You need they to go play it. the lotto. <laughs> you are a winner. 50 50 i mean whatever yeah, i mean that hey, too I bad. like i grew up I'm with like, my mother fine. having stuff like uh tachyosis and different blood it's, pressures it's and migraines that. and stuff like that and and I I have migraine. everyone's got issues I mean, yeah it's not that bad yeah anyway so he ended up coming home. he wasn't gone for the whole year he ended up coming home maybe after like seven months right i got pregnant like that minute <laughs> literally <laughs> i'm fertile super sperm and fertile girl. i'm fertile you got you touch me i got pregnant well it's a double italian thing right He's actually not Italian. Oh, okay. I'll get to that. Oh, all right. Well, Found that's, that out. That's got to go. 
Found that All out right, later. We'll, we'll put that in a little, <laughs> little twist in the, in the middle of it. That was a curveball. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I was going to say, now now this just got interesting because I know you. I know your type. And the, this is going to be funky. I can't wait to get to that point. Mm. So he comes home. You get pregnant. I get pregnant. Uh, he didn't have a car because like, we got we sold his car before he left. So we had to go get a car. And like I even picked out like a great car for him that I knew he liked. Like this Dodge Charger, like a, like, a police mm, type car. car. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, he's in police. So um, he immediately like wants to like buy a house because we were renting uh, another house nearby here, mm-hmm. which I loved. And I love my landlord. Like we're actually even friends. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> um, comes home, wants to buy a house, all about buying a house. And for me, I mean, we didn't have money saved. We didn't know anything to buy a house, but he was all like, now he's like veteran status since he was deployed. It's like, no, like, you know, wants to get a VA loan, buy the house. Oh, here we go. Our first pause. Hey guys, it's David. During this break, I just want to take the time to say thank you for listening. Hope you're enjoying the show. Okay, we're back. We got a little kid in a kid, a little uh, bottle requirement for the kid. Um, um. So yeah, we were saying that. Yeah. So then immediately he wants to buy a house. Yeah. I wasn't down with it because. For me, honestly, buying a house is a bigger commitment than marriage itself. It's yeah. some serious commitment. And then plus, I just didn't think we were ready. Didn't have like enough money saved. Didn't have anything. It just didn't seem like the right time. Right. But nope. He wants to buy the house, buy the house, buy the house, buy the house. We're on, And I'm pregnant at this point. We're schlepping out there in snow every weekend, looking in houses. Like, finally, I get on board because he was so all about it. Right. And uh, we ended up buying this house. I think we moved in like June of that year or something, June or July, whatever. Um, and then Chase was born in September. Okay. And uh, the first year of Chase's life was relatively like normal, fine. Like he was great with Chase. He's great with newborns. He really was like great with that. Um, and then towards like the summer, he starts he starts telling me like more military stuff that he decides to join the Marines now. He's leaving the army, he's joining the Marines, and he first he just tells me just to rejoin the Marines is like reserve, blah blah blah. Right. But then it comes out when and it's like in front of my friends actually. My friends were over one night. It comes out in front of and like This is like, always how that kind of shit goes down. It's always like <laughs> they drop the person drops a bomb like <clears throat> at the worst fucking possible. Yes, time. and then he's telling like my friend, like my best friend and her husband, like one night when they because they come down and stay over there from they live in New York. He's like, Well, actually I'm not gonna go back and just join the reserves. I'm actually gonna go away and like like go to Quantico to like become a lieutenant or whatever. And I was just like, Oh, really? You are? That's like nice to let me know because that's like a nine to eighteen month ordeal. Yeah. And do they do they do they contemplate putting you up in, in on base? Me? At that point? Yeah, the family. I don't know. I guess it depends. He did. He did a lot of talking. But we just bought that. a house. Yeah. I have a good job. We have two kids. There's bills to pay. It's like. And he's dropping bombs like, oh yeah, I did this without talking to you at all. Yeah. So how'd that go over? <laughs> and again, there was like, again, nothing I can do about it. So you were just like, uh, all right. I know. I was furious about it. I was really pissed. But at the end of the day, when he ends up like, le- tour- so leading up to him leaving, he started to act like a little off, a little bit more paranoid than usual. But generally, he's a paranoid person to begin with. And I feel like all people that are like 
cops are mm-hmm. kind of this like paranoid personality like everybody's guilty you know <laughs> acting a little bit off lying to me about like weird little stupid shit stupid shit like like telling me he's at the gym but he really went to like hot yoga it was like okay why don't you just say where you really were <clears throat> like i okay it's like like like, like stupid lies you know like right. acting like kind of weird leading up to it um then he drives down to Quantico. Then the morning that he left, he drives down to Quantico with these other like Marines that met here. They all met up here together, but he drove down. Mm-hmm. And that was that. So, and he was going to be gone for like three months or whatever. And whatever, if he passed, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, after that, what I think he was going to go away another three to six months somewhere else, but we would still like be able to see each other and i think it was maybe only in virginia so maybe i think he was able to come home on the weekends i don't know it wasn't going to be like that horrible of a transition ordeal um while he's gone his like i mean he was like a recruiter or something the guy but he's like here not away with him like called me one morning like 8 30 in the morning i'm like getting ready to leave the house and tells me that you know he's acting very paranoid and he's being strange down there. And I should like, next time I talk to him, like just try to talk some sense into him and, you know, type of thing. Like he's just saying a lot of paranoid things and it's a bit concerning. And like, he really does believe in him that he's like, you know, really, this is great for him and all this type of stuff because he, this guy was his recruiter. Like he really like, you know, vouched for him. Mm-hmm. Like he, he's the one who got him through. He wants him to stay. Also, he's a recruiter. Recruiters love to keep their numbers. Yeah. And they, they don't want to lose that. Yeah, number. but they, and also like, you know, Marines are serious. They're <clears> just <throat> not like, they just don't want like anybody in. Like they're right. very, you know, they're like so the elitist, mm-hmm. you know, the mindset of these oh, yeah. people. <laughs> I get it. So he calls you. So I'm like, okay, well, I, cause at this point, like the first few weeks, I don't think we could like talk. There was mm-hmm. like a rule, like you couldn't have like yeah, yeah, the yeah. first like the two or three weeks, whatever it is, like you don't talk. So I'm like, okay, well, when I do talk to him next, then I, you know, like I will, but whatever. So then like a few days later, he ends up calling me again and like trying to get information out of me about some incident that happened at his regular job, like his government police job. Mm -hmm. And I told him what I knew and everything was all good. Like everything was all like fine or whatever. I didn't think I was doing anything like wrong because they do like thorough background investigations on all these people. Um, But everything was ended up being all fine with that. Tell him whatever details I know. Then like the day later or a day or two later, he calls me again, this guy. And he's saying like, oh, did he call you? I'm like, no, why would he have called me? Like, I didn't think he can. He was like, oh, well, I just wanted to let you know that he's coming home. You know, he's not making it through. I was and he's like, but I just wanted you to know it had nothing to do with anything that we talked about all week. Like he ended up they ended up failing him like medically because it turns out he has some back injury like herniated discs or whatever the hell i don't know that he didn't disclose in his application Mm -hmm. and therefore we feel like it's a fraudulent application no that means they found something else and used that well they were like it's not in his file he he said he got hurt in the army yet he never mentioned it to us our systems like don't cross reference and i'm like what kind of systems are you people running over (laughs) there like this isn't in a government system with one name and one social security number and like no No, not at all it doesn't how it works (laughs) that wouldn't make any sense i asked for my military (laughs) records a few years back and i i had a friend who was in the the va and he put me in touch with somebody that person put me in touch with another somebody. Oh, yeah. That person put me in touch with somebody in Missouri. Yeah, yeah, you got to go to St. Louis. And it was like, 
what the fuck? Yeah, that's and then the I never got them. That's when the Sunday records go. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was like, my family's out there. I was if like, I ever no. go, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I do go every couple of years. Oh, I have friends in St. Louis and Kansas City, but it that's doesn't funny. seem to get me any answers anyway. <laughs> so I know exactly what you mean. They don't have one system. Shit's yeah, I was like appalled by this. Terrible. Anyway, that's why he said they were letting him home. Right, right. So he comes. So he ends up driving home that night, like pretty late at night. It was maybe like 11 o'clock, 10, 11 o'clock by the time he got home, whatever. I hadn't talked to him on the drive up. He like didn't call me or anything like that. Didn't tell you that he was coming home? No. Only that guy told you he was coming home? Yeah. But I thought like maybe he was just very upset and didn't want to talk. Maybe he wanted to surprise me. Like I don't know the mindset he's going to be in. I'm sure he's probably pretty distraught because it was like a lifelong dream of his to like be a Marine lieutenant. Since like the day I met him, he told me this. Okay. Um, And this was kind of like his last shot. He's old for it as it is. And, you know, so I, I didn't know the type of mood he was going to be in. Right. Um, so I just waited for him to get home. And when he did, he got home. He was like in decent spirits. I think he was kind of like in shock about the whole ordeal. He seemed like really kind of like strung out. Like he said he hadn't slept that whole time, like two weeks type of like hadn't slept. Mm. Um, type of like manic. Proceeds to tell me that, um, there was probably like maybe 300 people total. And I think it was probably gr- divided in groups of 50, like a company, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Platoon squad. Whatever. I don't know. Right, good stuff. So maybe out of like the 50, 60 people in his platoon, whatever it's called. I don't yeah. know. Well, he's he's telling company. me that like 10 of them that were there were only there because they were government like employees or whatever. And they were there to investigate him. I'm like, why, like, why would that be though? Like, what sense does it make? And he's like, trust me, these guys were older. They're, they were there just to investigate me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but what is there to investigate about you? Like, what are they going to possibly find out about you? I mean, you're acting like you're Brody from Homeland. Right yeah. Now. <laughs> like, what like, are they, what I mean, and let's like, honestly think about it financially. Like, 10 guys that are making at least a hundred grand a year yeah. there just to spy on you right. and watch you. Like, don't you think that's a little like a little like you're very important. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, it's just like who, like what have you ever even like really done? That's so wrong in your life. And like, why would like, it just, and you got through it already. Like you wouldn't even be there if like they do like a thorough investigation before you even get there. Right. Like, otherwise they don't let you go. <laughs> So he was pretty much par- pretty paranoid. So, and he's telling me this and like, he's like, <clears throat> I, I feel like kind of getting, and I'm just like hearing him out. I'm not like, and trying to just rationalize. I'm not telling him he's crazy. And that's just how I'm talking to you about right, it. I'm right. saying like, you know, it's a little far fetched to think like 10 guys or, I mean, then he starts going into all these other crazy details about, Oh, remember this person that was in a real estate class with me like three years ago? Like, no, no, no. They worked for the government. Like, and I'm like, so you think this is going way back now? Not even just this like Marine event. This, you were going back a few years now. People have been uh, investigating you. (laughs) Like, and then he's naming so and so and then so and so. Like, at any point, did he have like a map with pictures on it? And yarn between anything. <laughs> no, I'd love to see that. That would have been fantastic. I could probably build something like that. I mean, I frankly, I think all women should be investigated <laughs> and like let the men do like the the brute work, <laughs> like, <laughs> rough them up, mm, but yeah, let us yeah. investigate. There you go. So he he he's he's going in a weird spot. He's, but also he does seem like happy to be home in a way. So it was like kind of weird. And he keeps talking about how crazy it was and all these. And he's still at the government job too, right? 
Does he still have? Yeah, that but he had job? just gotten home from this, right. and he was supposed to be gone for like twelve weeks. So they had no idea he was even back. Okay, I mean, he didn't even really have to tell him. Really, I mean, but so anyway, I'm, this is the first night he's back. Second day, he's, and he's like convinced of it, and he's acting paranoid. He's like turning on the water to talk to me, and all this and that. It's a little bit. The next day. That was a Thursday night. The next it was a Friday. I went into work. He went in to like go visit the recruiter guy that set him up, I guess, to go talk to him about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he ends up meeting me in the city for lunch or something. And then he's like being weird. Like I'm trying to talk to him and whatnot. And he's giving me very strange answers and acting like as if somebody is recording the conversation that we're having. And we're walking around the streets in New York City. Just like... Around like Times Square, Midtown area, like he's acting, he's giving me weird answers. He's not like, I know he's not being like authentic with his answers. It was just like a strange thing. And he's still on this level of this like paranoia and like all these guys that are investigating him and everything and blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, you know, it's only, and it's only progressing worse. Then around the house, he's like looking in the smoke detectors. He's like looking in these, uh, checking the lining of my purse. He's um, talking to me with the water running. He's just like, you know, the paranoia is right. This was so this was hard at this point. Yeah. Um, I guess it was like probably going like the next like two days. And I think then it was. um, I think it was either. I, I don't know if it was the Saturday or the Sunday. I think maybe the Sunday. I guess it was the Sunday. It was actually Chase's first birthday. Um. Meanwhile, he came home Thursday night. All this time, none of the paranoia was directed to, towards me in any way. He was okay. telling me about all these other people investigating him, all that, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no, wait. No, let me take this back. Let me go back. Actually, this yeah. was the Saturday. Saturday. So Saturday morning, you know, he had told me he didn't sleep, blah, blah, blah. It's just kind of like a lazy day a little bit. Oh, first of all, he's being completely paranoid about his, like, iPhone. He's Because they take their phone away from you. Mm-hmm. He was convinced that like they, they look through it. it. No, like, but no, they look through everything and then they changed the password. He couldn't remember it. So this is a Saturday. He's bugging on about the iPhone. Like, you know, he can't even like, cause on the iPhone you need like a password to get through it. Right. And, uh, he couldn't even figure it out. So it was like all morning long. We're trying to spend on like online, the computer to like, it's a whole ordeal to get back in the phone once you forget the password. Right. Then he ends up falling asleep on the couch, which is like, I actually felt bad because he said he hadn't slept in like two weeks. So I just like let him sleep on the couch. My mom ended up stopping by because she was in the neighborhood and um, she wanted to drop something off for me. And then she was like, what are you doing? And I was was like, nothing. I was thinking of going to the food store and getting a cake for Chase's birthday and then maybe stopping at Toys R Us and just getting a gift. Like just like a gift, nothing crazy. There's a million toys here. (laughs) She's like, all right, let's do it together type of thing. And then I, then I I just told him, I was like, you know, I'm going out with my mom for a little while. I'm going to the food store in Toys R Us. Like, I'll be back in a little bit. You know, you just sleep. You know, thought I was... Check on the kids if you hear something crazy. I, no, I, no, no, I took the kids with me. Oh, okay. I wanted to, like, give them some peace and quiet because, like, he said he hadn't slept in, like, days and whatnot. So I okay. thought, like, I was, like, you know, being nice. Doing like, you know, thing. have a nice nap type of thing. So then I go to the toy store and food store or whatever, and he calls me when I'm, like, packing up, like, the car and getting in and I'm about to come home. And is like, like manic on the phone. Like, where are you? I'm, I'm coming to Toys R Us and meeting you. But I was like, I was like, I already went to Toys R Us and the food store. I'm, I'm actually about to come home. I'm in like 10 minutes. I love calling it the food store. What else? What else you call it? <laughs> You're like, no names. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, supermarket. 
<laughs> grocery store? Well, it was Wegmans to be exact. There you Wegmans go. is the shit. Yeah, so then give it some respect. Because, Don't call it the food because store. Because Wegmans are like the best they give cakes. You like a cube. Because Wegmans have the best cakes. And anytime there's any reason to get a cake, you can be damn sure I am buying See, a fucking Wegmans cake. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that statement at all. Because have you had knows, a Wegmans cake? I have. And they're a little pinkies out for my taste. They're a little fancy hoity toity. Yeah. I think maybe you're trying to like be like, you know, like I'm just talking like the regular birthday cakes. Maybe, but no that's one it. no one beats a fucking sheet cake from Costco that's like pure no. fucking is sugar, like super deluxe, like you're you're not gonna go to sleep for like a few days after you eat Wegmans that. Wegmans is better. All right. All right, well I'm just saying that well dessert if it's, is if my, it's that good. Dessert is my thing. Maybe don't call it the food store. Maybe <laughs> give it props and call it Wegmans. I'm just dessert saying. is my thing. I thought we were doing no names here. Oh yeah, no names. <laughs> Sorry, food store. You're back to food store. Um, so he calls you up. Yeah, and yeah. Like, like so where, where are you? Like kind of manic. And I'm like, I already, you know, don't bother going to the toy store. I'm not there. I'm actually headed home right now. Like I'll see you in a few minutes. And I was like, in fact, I wanted you to come with me to, cause Chase was actually just started walking. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I wanted you to come with me to like buy some shoes for Chase since he's walking now. Cause he gets like, you know, military discount. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'll be home in like 10 minutes. And then he calls me back, like literally, like we're all in the car, you know, cars, my mom's in, my the two kids are in the car, you know, it's a whole production, the bag's in, the car seats buckle, there, you know, seat belts on, you know, whole production. The whole thing. Calls me, so that's probably like a minute later, calls me back like, okay, I'm like, yeah, and he's like, what are you, what are you doing? I'm like, um, just told you, like, leaving the food store mm-hmm. <laughs> and- Wink. <laughs> And heading home, like, oh, yeah, well, I don't hear anything. How come I don't hear anything? How come I don't hear any noises? I'm like, well, I, I don't know. I mean, everybody's just, like, being quiet, I guess. I don't know what to – I don't hear the kids. I don't hear your mom. Well, I'm like, well, I, I, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Like, we're all here in the car. Like, Yeah. Everybody say hi. Where are you really? I'm like, again, I'll be home in, like, 10 minutes, all right? Mm-hmm. So I get home. Uh, Pillow cushions are all torn up. <laughs> no, it's not like that. But I could see he's like, Food it's like he woke up fire. from that nap, like a completely different person. Really? Like it was like something was lost in his eyes. Okay. Mm-hmm. He woke up from that nap, a completely different person. Like a light switch went off. Something snapped. He okay. Because everything turned onto me. He starts, he proceeds to start, like, we're, like, packing up the car and getting, like, diaper bags, you know, doing all this stuff because we were about to head out. He's, like, proceeding to interrogate me. Like, you have no idea. Like, who have you talked to? What have they said to you? Who's come here? Has anybody come here to talk to you? Blah, blah, blah. What have you said? What have you told them? This, like, on and on and on. Checking Jeez. my bag. Talking to me outside the car because we can talk inside the car. Uh, just, like. So the car's not <clears throat> safe. I guess because the car's bug too. I don't. I don't know. Okay. And then I even happen to mention like, oh, I just got this new diaper bag. I got it off of Amazon. It's like only it was only twenty five bucks. It was great. Takes the bag, checks the bag. Oh my god! <laughs> like acting, acting really, and just like keeps interrogating me about who I've talked to, and all, he wouldn't let it go. Mm-hmm. And we go to like the stride right to go get the shoes for the one year old, and so we're like strolling around the place like uh, you know strolling around bag stroller i don't know where it says like tells me that like um the last name that he's using the last name that's his is not really his real last name 
Okay. And that the story that he told me about his father is not true. Okay. But to backtrack, he actually told me a few different versions of the story about like the identity of his father over the years. All right. It's something he was like embarrassed about, you know. But you know, you just don't you you tell yeah you just accept the person it. you share your life with you tell them the truth about these type of things. Right. And it's <laughs> we can get into that combo. That's a separate yeah. combo. Okay. Um. So then he's telling me, yeah, the identity. You know, it's actually my like uncle's like uncle uh like the man married to his mom's sister he's like it's actually my uncle's last name and i felt like he really raised me so i asked him if i could take his name and i'm like okay like because by now i'm just and we're in public we're walking around with the kids i don't know how to react i'm like and and also it's like the fourth version of the story i've heard anyway at this point so i'm like all right like so then we like load the kids in the car, the car seats, everything, the buckles. You know, you know, gotta imagine the whole. Yeah, the whole shenanigans. <laughs> Talks to me again outside the car, telling me he's like, he's like, he's like a, um, he's like you didn't even seem surprised about what I was just telling you. <laughs> oh no, he's turning it on you. He's like, you already knew all that, didn't you? They already told you. I'm like, they. Oh no! They already told me. He's like, yeah, they already told you all this. None of this was a surprise to you. You had no reaction. I'm like, um, we're out like in the mall in public with the kids. I got a headache. I haven't eaten all day. This is like the fourth time. This is like the fourth thing I've heard. You've yeah. been interrogating me all day. Like I'm just a little. <laughs> we, gotta, we, we gotta put a pin in this. A little here. fried right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what to say. Like, but nobody, no, nobody told me. No, no, they came to me and told me this. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. He's not here. We get back to the house all Saturday night long. He proceeds like it's like all night long of interrogation. Who did I talk to? What did they what did I tell them? What did they say? Like, you know, he's so mad. He can't believe that they came to me. They're not supposed to do that. And then like, then he's checking like flash drives and this and that. And like, things are missing and just like all night long. And then also like, also like a roping other people into it. Like this person that year and uh, this year and that. Wait a minute. And still no fucking thing with yarn and pins. <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> oh, I just want somebody I know to have yarn and pins. I know. Well, a woman would do this probably, but not, you're sexist because I'm going to do it, actually. <laughs> My wife bought me a, uh, a map that I could put pins in of locations I've gone to. And I'm like, I'm going to psycho it up. And I'm going to put like a picture <laughs> from there and, yeah, and yarn <laughs> to, from like fucking New Jersey out to wherever I've gone. I totally yeah. confuse people. Like, why do you have these people mapped out? <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck? Right. Like people you're planning on uh, taking I'm gonna, out. <laughs> I'm going to be back to you, Thailand. <laughs> oh, God. So um, this was like going on all night long, right? Where, right. Like, I didn't even like get any sleep. It is like, it's like, it was like, I, I, I tell everyone it was like torture. It was like nonstop. He wouldn't stop. At, Who did I talk to? What did I tell him? Like he was like so manic, crazy about it. Next morning, we had this, like, I already had this, like, scheduled play date thing with my oldest one in their pre- preschool class. So I'm right. like, do you want to come? You want to stay here with the younger one? Like, what do you want to do? You want to go to the park? Will that, like... Be okay. And he <clears throat> he agrees to come. Uh, 
but still acting weird in the morning, only talking to me with like the shower running, the sink running, like all this weird, still acting like weird. Mm-hmm. So then we get to the park and I go off and talk to the I other. Think when someone starts talking to me with the sink running only, <laughs> we can put very before weird. We can put very, very weird. Like you, you're pretty understanding. Like mm. I feel like my wife deals with me a lot. And <laughs> I don't know what she would do. Like I might have to try that on her. <laughs> once you map out your uh, yeah, once I once you map is ready. Map. Oh yeah, I'd be like, did you talk to this person in Thailand? Is that how that happened? I fucking knew it. Then you start talking, having conversations with the water running. Yeah, then I unfold the picture and she's What you got to do is pop in the shower, too. Like, I want to talk to you in here. Did that happen to you? Hell yeah. Oh, my God. All right, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I can't Please even continue. get a moment of peace. He hops in the shower with <laughs> Let you? Let me get a moment of peace. I mean, we had to go anyway, so sometimes it's quicker to just shower together. Yeah. But it was like, at this point, I was like, I don't want you in the shower with me. I need, like, let oh, me. Oh, the MySpace. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So you're, you're going to this, this party? This play, no, it's just oh, like a little date. play date. It was a preschool class type of thing, but I already like committed to it beforehand. Like right. wanted to, he wanted to go. He comes with me. He's with the younger one on the bench the whole time, like feeding him. He's only a baby. He was only one. Right. So I'm off with the older one, talking to the other preschool moms, you know. And then he's basically like back on the bench, like a good like maybe 50 feet, 75 feet back. Um. And at one point, finally, I, like, wave him over, kind of, like, because there was other, like, dads there. Right. And I'm, like, you know, come on over, like, you know, meet some other parents, whatever type of thing, whatever. And he was, like, okay, acting kind of weird, like, introduce himself and whatnot, and that was really it. And then everybody was kind of, like, saying goodbye. We're walking back to the car, and he's, like, what's that woman's name you were talking to before? I'm, like, I don't know. I was talking to, like, a lot. I don't know. He was, like, you were talking to her for a while, a while in the beginning or whatever. I think in Jacqueline, remember? I was, like, yeah, 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 okay, that was, that's her name, right. And he's, like... He's like, I read your lips. I know what you said to her. And I was like, you read my lips. I was like, my back was to you. And there was like sun, true sun, like layering down. Like, and, and my back was to you and you were like 50 to 75 feet away. I'm like, what did I say? You read my lips. Tell me about what I <laughs> He's like, she's one of your contacts, isn't she? Um, he's like, he's like, I don't know all, all I read your lips and I heard you and I saw you say, uh, uh, something like, yeah. So he told me he loves me. I'm like, no, that's not at all what we talked about. We were talking about the fact that both of our sons are like young for their grade. And oftentimes people hold boys back. That was our conversation. I wasn't talking about, yeah, you told me you loved me. <laughs> like this is the pre a preschool mom that I barely know. You think I'm going to, yeah. No, he thinks she works for the FBI. I'm like, she's like, I mean, she's a nice woman, whatever. And I'm like, she's like, just like the stay at home mom of three, like kind of frazzled, frumpy, like she's a lovely lady. Like, but like, no, she's not in the FBI, <laughs> man. Like, definitely not. <laughs> and he took that well? No, he was like, I want to go talk to her. Where's it? Where'd she park? Like, let's go find her. I want to go talk to her type of like craziness. Anyway, we don't end up seeing her in the parking lot and just drive home. Driving home, interrogation in front of the kids in the car, pursues like you have no idea, on and on. And it's getting any worse now. He's like, Laura, you know, they're not going to take the kids away from you. Did they tell you they're going to take the kids away? I'm like, listen, I'm not worried about anybody taking away my kids. I've never done anything for anybody to take away the kids. Like, that is insane. Like, I don't know. 
like and like I can't he's like still like just tell me just I can't believe it and then he's like even at this point like threatening me right because he works for the he's a government yeah. cop at this point he's like I'm gonna go into my work he's like I'm gonna tell them what's been going on that another that another government agency is investigating me that they have you involved and I'm gonna get you indicted and you're gonna have to get on the stand and you're gonna have to tell them the truth he's like you don't want to tell me the truth you're gonna tell them the truth he's threatening me now <laughs> I get out of the car and I walk at this point, because I can't even be in the car with this. Well, I get well. We're at a gas station, but I get out of the car because I can't even take it anymore. Right. And it, the gas station nearby the house, and I'm okay. just like, I'm gonna walk. I can't. Let me just walk home, okay? I need like a minute. He's like screaming on the side of the road, going slow to try to get me back in the car, and screaming like you know craziness, dude. Like they're not gonna take the kids, like type. Of. You should have been like, I gotta call my lawyers. I'm gonna be indicted. <laughs> Like, to, and yeah, and saying that again and just like craziness. Meanwhile, my best friend and her husband and her mom and everybody and my parents, are, everybody's like coming over soon for my one-year-old's birthday party okay. at the house. And he's on crazy, and he's in crazy town. Yeah. And I got people on the way. And he's trying to give you a ride. <laughs> <laughs> I got people on the way. Right. And he's acting crazy. Oh, man. Um, so we get back to the house. I... I finally get in the car at this point, maybe only like a block away because I just like, it's fine. Like I just get in the car. I put the kids in the house. I start screaming like a lunatic in the, in the garage. Like, I don't like just fucking believe me. Like I have never talked to anybody about you. Like this is insane. Like I have never, 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 ever. Nobody has ever emailed me, texted me, called me, right. come to me and sent me, um, put mail. Like I have never talked to any, you have to stop. Like I'm screaming. I'm going nuts. I'm screaming so loud. It won't get through to him. Okay. I start screaming like berserk lunatic. I get so like panicked over the whole entire thing that I actually start like, like uncontrollably like vomiting. I got that's how upset I was. Like stand by me style or I don't know. I don't know. You ever stand by me? No. The kids just like just... no, no. I was just I I was so upset by what was going on. Yeah, you, I had such like high anxiety going, going yeah, on yeah, that yeah. I just like started puking like yeah. out of nowhere too. He, he's watching. He's standing there like watching this happen. Right. He checks the puke for I, bugs. <laughs> Come on. So I finally, so I finally like stop, and I'm just like, and after that, it looks at me and says, "Like, I can't believe they got to you." <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I did not expect that. Okay. Yeah. And how do you handle that? So then we go back in the house. And I think we like kind of separate rooms, like kind of just like I couldn't even take it anymore. The cops show up at the house. Somebody called. I was screaming really loud. Right. Everything was fine and calm, though, by then. And I was, like, just kind of decorating for the birthday thing and whatnot. And everything was calm. He wasn't acting nuts anymore. He was kind of, like, leaving me alone. And he's talking to the cop outside. I don't even know what he... Oh, he tells me after the fact, like, that he told the cop that, you know, we got in some argument over because, like, we're getting separated and whatnot. I was like, you told the cop that? Like, okay. Like... 
<laughs> anyway. He's like, oh, by the way, I decided we're getting separated. <laughs> I'm also going to the military. I told the cop first, though. Yeah, I just wanted you to know. I already signed us up for separation. So meanwhile, I'm texting my best friend this because I know she's on the way down. And she's like, oh, no, should we not even come? Like, should we not? And I was like, no, no, I want, I need you to come here. Like, <laughs> I need witnesses. Please come, actually. I need someone to see what is happening right now. Hey, maybe you can talk some sense into him. I don't know because I can't. I, I, I don't know. Right. So the day's like, okay, he's acting a little bit weird. She did try to talk to him a little bit outside, but didn't like get anywhere. He was very like, he was acting very strange. I even said to him at one point too, I was like, right before my, everyone got here, I was like, I come to think about it. I was like, the fact that you actually are of such belief that you don't trust me that I'm like, that you actually think I'm like out to like somehow destroy your life mm-hmm. in some way or another. I actually kind of, don't really feel safe if I think about that. Should I sleep tonight? Yeah, like, exactly. Is that- Why don't you just go to sleep? <laughs> <laughs> like, no. I mean, seriously. At this I mean, point- the thought crossed my mind, so I said it out loud. Yeah. That was before my friends and family got there. So then we did the birthday thing. Everything was fine. And then after everyone leaves, he starts, like, packing some things up. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he's I told like, you, we're separated now. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm just packing. He's like, I'm going to go into work tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, 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 no. Don't go into work. They don't even know you're back. Take some time off. You need to get right in the head. Right. Something's going on with you. You're not right in the head. You can't go back to work like this. This is not okay. Take a week off. Take two weeks off. Then tell them you're back. Whatever, you know. Don't go back to work tomorrow. I'm like begging him. Doesn't want to listen. He's like, oh, I'm going to pack some things in my car. And he... He always brought like a lot of clothes to work because there's a dip, many different, I call them costume changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> depending on what he is at, like at court or this or that, it's like different attire required. So then I, he's like packing his, and I'm like, okay. He's like, well, I'm going to go, like, no getting through to him. He's going to go to work. So he's packing up and he brings like a bag to the car and whatnot. And then he pulls off and he calls me, like, I, I talked to him from the road. He tells me he's going to stay at his mom's. Which I think is just for the night. And I thought maybe it was it was probably because of what I said. Like, I don't really feel safe mm-hmm. with here. But at the same time, after everyone left, I was like, can we just, like, talk now that things are calmer and whatever? Like, while he was, like, packing his stuff, I said that. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'll be right back inside and we'll talk then. He's gone. <laughs> and takes off. Jeez Louise. So he tells me he's going to stay in his mother's whatever. Fine. Which I assume is like for the night because like we got in a fight, you know, and he's whatever. Um, I call the mother to like try to talk some sense into her and what's going on and how concerned I am at this paranoid, crazy, manic state that he's in Mm -hmm. and that he's actually going to go to work like this tomorrow. And that and how was your be, relationship with the with your mother? Oh, everyone always like uh, the mother would always tell me how much she loves me and the aunts and everyone always said how they loved me and I was the greatest wife and they were so happy to marry me and I'm a great mother always but it never felt authentic. Okay. It felt very fake. Mm-hmm. Even though they always said it, it didn't feel real. Okay. So he goes back home to. So mom. I'm what I'm calling. I'm trying. She doesn't pick up the phone. She doesn't pick up the phone at all. Anytime I call or answer any of my text messages, when she usually always would. So she's refusing to speak to me is what's happening. Okay. Because he must have told her, like, don't talk to Laura. He got to her. He got to her. Okay. You know, told her that I'm the FBI spy, government informant, you know. 
Um, and it was just, oh God. And then the next day was Monday. He, my mom calls me during the day, says that he's here to like pick up his things and he's like packing everything. And this is on Chase's actual birthday, his actual first birthday. Oh my goodness. He's packing his things, blah, blah, blah. And I'm at work in the city. Mm-hmm. And he shows up at the house. I guess he didn't go to work. And he's here to like pack up all his things. So my mom is like, my mom is a nervous person yeah. to begin with. So she's like panicking. I ask her to put him on the phone. He won't talk to me. Um, again, I try to call the mother. No won't answer. talk to me. Brother, aunts, uncles, nobody. I was like, the fact that you like, I'm the mother of your like grandchildren and you won't speak to me. And I, I told you I needed to speak to you because I said I'm very concerned about your son. Like any normal mother would wonder what that's about. Right. She had no idea what I had to say. I could have said like, I'm concerned about your son. He's a heroin addict. Like she, like God knows what I had to say. I mean, hear me out. Hang right. up on me. Like hear me out. If he called my, any one of my family members to this day, they would listen to him. Like, right. Um, so that was like the next day. And then the following day, I'm go- I'm walking into work from like Port Authority. He calls me and um, like demands I go down to this like lawyer with him. And um, so I mean, I, I go down and I'm like, well, whatever I got to do to like prove, uh, you know, whatever it takes, you know, go down to this lawyer. He's still convinced that this is the case. And now he wants this lawyer to help him sue the government. And he wants me to tell the lawyer everything because he's going to sue the government. So I asked him, like, let me talk to this lawyer alone. You know, I want to talk to him alone. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, good idea. You tell him everything, like, alone. If you know, that's what I'm like. I get alone with the lawyer. I'm like, listen, this guy is legit lost his mind. Okay. There is no case here. Nobody has ever come to me to get information. I have never spoken to any government employee about him. Right. There's no case here. He's completely like lost it. He's paranoid. You can't sue the government. There's nothing to sue the government for. And I was like, and if you were to actually take his money, like that would be really wrong of you. Cause I'm telling you, he's like mentally ill right now. Like do not take his money. You have no case here. Right. There is no case. I have nothing to confess to you. Like, <laughs> and then what, how, what, how did he react? He was just like, okay, all right. You know, he was kind of like weirded out by like the whole situation. You know, it was kind of like we showed up there. I don't even think he had an appointment. The guy was like. Jesus. <laughs> but he knows this. He knows this guy. Um, oh, and his uncle happened to be with us. And while, and then I think he went to go talk to him for a minute, the lawyer. I see that's in a long time. So I'm uncle. with the uncle too while he's in talking to the lawyer for a few minutes. And even the uncle is like, yeah, he's acting really weird. When he came to pick me up, he like checked my bag. And like, and then we're in the elevator with some people because it's in the city. He's like, we're in the elevator with some people. And then after they got out on some certain floor, he asked me if I if I knew them. And he's like, I don't. He's like, because of the way I looked, I looked down. Apparently, he said like that was a sign that I knew them or like something weird. So you're starting to get allies in the family. Uncle says this, yeah. Okay. And the uncle's even like, and you know what? Come to think of it, I'm telling him. He's like, you know what? Come to think of it, that whole family's paranoid. He's like, my wife, which is the mother's oh, sister. Oh, he married in. Oh, he's married okay. to the mother's sister. He's like, my wife. 
He's like, she puts a towel over the TV because she's convinced people are watching us through the TV. Well, that's <laughs> a comedy thing. Now. Yeah, but this is like probably yeah, something yeah. like it was like in the 90s. She oh, was like, she was in on it. So you have the so, uncles talking to you while he's in with the lawyer, yeah. telling me he's acting crazy to him and whatnot. And okay. he's like, and I'm even, you know, I'm even saying, explaining to the uncle, I was like, there is no case. Like, you can't, he's not going to sue the government. Like, he's not going to win. He works for the government. Can't sue the government. He works for the government. Like yeah. this can't happen. He's already signed there's his no, life to the government. Like, but like, and there's no case. I can get it. If like, like he was like raped by somebody. Yeah. In the government. Like, well, he's a Guantanamo Bay. No case here. No, no, no. It was about me. It was all about me. The yeah. fact that they've come to me, the wife. They're not allowed to do that, and have questioned me. That was what he's convinced about, and that's why he's suing them. Huh. Interesting. Okay. And about all the other people that have been investigating him that he's sure of. Okay. Um. So then we end up, like, I end up telling my boss, like, I can't make it into work today. Something's really, like, going on type of thing. I end up spending the day with them. We get lunch, whatever. And his, and his uncle also was trying to, like, calm him down type of thing. Um, so then I'm, I'm, like, I'm, like, texting Olga, though, during the day because um, my best friend. Your best I'm texting friend. Uh, her during the day because she works for a doctor. And I'm trying to – I'm telling her about the whole thing. And she sets up an appointment with um, a psychiatrist – that we'll do a favor and like see him like tomorrow or something or today or whatever him. be the case because she the doctor that she works for is like a very you know well renowned doctor in the city and this guy's a friend type of thing <clears throat> and, and i was trying to like get him to come up to like the office and maybe talk to her boss even for a little bit because it's doctor you know whatever it's all good it's her office so it's mm-hmm. not like a random strange whatever on the way that we're driving there if we drop off his uncle we're driving to like where she worked because i had i had actually plans to meet her after work anyway so mm-hmm. it was around that time um he confesses that the whole time he's in guantanamo bay he had this affair with this girl down there okay let's throw some gas on the fire yeah all right and I know who the girl is because before he even left, I suspected something going on because they were like constantly texting and whatnot. And he, but he kept insisting they were just friends and it wasn't like that, blah, blah, blah. Um, but then like confesses this. This big. Now. Yeah. Felt the need to like confess it now. Um, I again get out of the car. <laughs> like, let me go to my go to. We're going to pull let over. Just, I'm going to jump out of this yeah. car right now. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So I get out of, well, we're in the city where like it's, we're sitting in traffic. We weren't like, move, I'm not jumping out of moving vehicles. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, um, we're only a few blocks from where she works anyway, so I just get out of the car. I couldn't even, like, sit there with him anymore. He wasn't even living at home at that point anyway. He was living in his mother's the past few days. I, like, text her, tell her I'm coming up. I tell her what happened. I'm, like, and I was, like, a mess. I was, like, breaking down. I was, like, you better have Xanax, like, ready, waiting <laughs> to go. Like, multiple ones. Like, I don't want to, like, I need several. The second I walk in the door, like, I need to, like, chew them. You understand? Like. <laughs> this is, yeah, we need medical emergency. It's, like, red alert. Yeah. We need to chill out. He's calling me nonstop, trying to like, call me nonstop, texting me. I'm ignoring all of it. Like, I can't deal with him. And then her and I go and grab a drink after all this happened, you know, because she got to wash down the Xanax with the drink. And um, Of course. <laughs> Doctor's orders. And um, it's just the whole thing is just like, I'm just like so mind blown, right? 
the end of the day, it's still, though, as furious I was about that, I was actually more concerned about his mental state and worried about him. Okay. I'll be honest with you. But I was very, very upset about that at the time, but I was still concerned about, like, the state of mind he was in. I mean, he's still the father of your children. <laughs> so... And you're a good person. While I'm, like, on the bus, I find this chick on Facebook. Of course, you know, I gotta do some stalking. And um, I'm, like, scrolling through her... She's disgusting, too. I can show you pics. Yeah, I mean, I want to see those. Disgusting. Um, I'm scrolling through her Facebook profile, like, look, reading, like, old posts and whatnot. One of these posts... Like within probably like the last year or so, whatever, after what happened between him and her, posted something like, anybody that can come in between a family is like oh, no. a disgusting human being and anyone like that deserves to like rot in hell. Like something like, like random, like anybody that can like get in, like destroy a family, get in the way of a family is like, you know, and I just like, I, I like actually like chuckled on the bus. I read that or whatever. I screenshot it. You should have responded to it. I screenshot go, it. girl. I have her number. I had her number from because I had it from like back in the day when like he was texting her. Right. Because I remember I think I like emailed him about it once, like whose number is this or something. So I had her number. Um, I screenshot it, texted it to her, and I was like, "Hi, like you don't know me, and I'm not the type like listen. I you, you should, have a whore living in your, no, in your you never in your you never go after the female. Yeah. You never go after the female. She I, she doesn't owe me anything. Yeah." I'm not married to her. Right. I don't even commit my life to her. She doesn't know me anything. She doesn't know me. He's a not like she's man. my best he, he friend. He knows not to do something. Either. I was like, I don't even... She, right. know, she doesn't know me. I screenshot the text and I say, oh, like, hi, you don't know me. You fucked my husband, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I just thought it was very funny that you posted such a thing on your Facebook <laughs> thing saying how anyone that gets annoyed in a family is like scum of the earth. And I'm like... And I just thought that was ironic. And I'm like, you know, I understand not your fault, not blaming you, whatever be the case. Um, it's always the guy's fault, but um, I don't know. I just said something like, you know, maybe one day karma will repay you, something like that. And right. that was it. She texts me back like, I don't know who you are, what you're talking about. I just got divorced. I didn't fuck your husband, blah, 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 like going off. And I was like, and then I was like, and she's got a hideous name too. I was like, you're not Damara? And she's like, no, blah, blah, blah. You got the wrong person. I'm like, okay, whatever. Anyway, so I knew that was no, I just leave it alone. And then I'm back on the bus, headphones on. Like, right. I don't care. All of a sudden, I get a phone call from a random number. I don't pick, I don't pick up numbers. I don't know. Yeah. Ever, actually. Yeah. And then the text from that same number saying like, hey, like you just texted my girlfriend about like, the fact that she fucked your husband and it's kind of concerning to me and I'd like to talk to you about it. So if you have a minute, like, I'd like to talk to you on the phone. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, definitely. Well, I was, I was like, listen, I'm on the bus. <clears throat> um, that wasn't intended for anybody to see. I mean, I was just texting her. I don't know why you saw it or whatever, but I'm not kind of trying to cause any trouble here. I'm on the bus. I can't talk. Um, and, um, you know, I really rather not like even discuss it. Like I'm really hesitant. Like I don't want to talk to this person. But he was like, no, you don't understand. Like I really would like to know some more information. He's like, you know, it's, I, I find it's like really important to me. She's saying she has no idea what you're talking about. He's like, but I think she does. And he's like, I'd like to hear about it. Oh, no. And I'm like, all right. I was like, listen, when I get off the bus, you know, I'll call you back. So I, I ended up talking to him for a while. He ends up, Guy was, he was actually like 27, but mm -hmm. believe it or not, it sounded like he had like a really good head on his shoulders. Right. He told me that she, um, 
this was something that she actually does all the time. She likes to sleep with married guys. Like she thinks she's helping them. It's a thing of hers. She thinks she's helping them. Helping them. Yeah, yeah. They come. You know, these married guys come to her with their sob stories. Oh my sad married life. You know, type of BS. Mm-hmm. This is like he told me. Like this is. Oh, she just wants to be like a like a band aid. I mean, mistress. this is these like military whores, though. Yeah. You understand. So, um, the, not all of them are like that, but um, there are plenty that are. Yeah. He, and he was like, after the call, was he like, now I got to go back to my wife and be like, my girlfriend was cheating on me. <laughs> so he's telling me that he was actually deployed with them, but he actually didn't even really, he knows of them. The, he At the time, he only knew of her or knew her a little bit. He wasn't like dating her or anything. Right. And my husband, like my husband, he didn't know, he knew of him, but he didn't know him like personally. Um. So I started telling him some info or whatnot, and then he actually, so he like was just like, and he was like, you know, you don't understand. He's like, this is like really, I don't even know what to say about all this. Cause I was like, he's like, did she know like you guys were married? Like, did she know you had a child and everything? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, she knew she had a, she in fact even bought my child a gift once. Like she knew I had, we had a child, like, cause she told him she had no idea type of thing. Nice. So it's like stories about my back and forth of like, she's lying, someone's lying type of thing. Also, so he's co- like coming back to me. He's like, I don't even know. He's like, I was going to ask this girl to marry me. No. And he's like, and this is Abort. like, I don't even know what to say about all this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. I was like, listen, this was not my intention of texting and all. He was like, you know, he's like, you know what? She, he's like, I actually live in Pennsylvania and she lives in like upstate New York. We kind of have this like long distance relationship. He's like, we were actually talking on Skype right at the same time he's like and like i was actually chatting with her mom on skype and her her and her mom and he's like and she ends up getting this text right after we get off skype which she screenshot and sent to me he's like so she had no idea i even contacted you he's like i saw your phone number on the screenshot he's like she didn't have any idea i was even gonna contact you he's like but i was highly intrigued to like (laughs) holy cow so he ended like telling me a lot more info and Telling me how like that was the, that's all he saw down there too like how all these guys that were deployed married oh, men and women met, married cheating and he's like and then he's like and then you come back on like you know welcome back day and all the spouses are there and yeah and he's like and it was just like shocking to me he's like I wasn't like expecting it because he's you know young guy or whatever um so I'm dry yeah that was a so I'm driving home, talking to him about it. I get home. He's here, like, wanting to talk to me. This was, like, right, like, it was, like, an hour late, hour or two, a few hours before he confessed that he had an affair with the girl because I was refusing to pick up any of his phone calls or answer any of his texts or anything. So he's, mm-hmm. like, waiting outside for me. Um, You know, I don't know. I think we talked a little bit, argued a little bit, but he ended up going back to his mom's, and I came back home. Um, the next day he goes to work. It's a Wednesday. He goes to work. Uh, I think I talked to him in the evening and he said like, it was fine, whatever. I don't think we really talked much the following day. Uh, I think it was, I think it was the next day. I think it was that Thursday. Um, my mother calls me. It's like late in the afternoon. My mom calls me and tells me that, you know, there's some other government cops here at the house that are looking for me. And they wanted to check and make sure that I'm okay. Oh, my gosh. And that um, my mom was like, when I explained to them that you work in the city and they didn't need to come all the way down here. Blah, blah, blah. Like, they, you know, my mother. Your mom's a little mishelpful with the government. <laughs> um, asking about if there's any weapons in the house. 
And if there are, they went to remove them. And, you know, my mom's like, I don't know, you know, I don't know, whatever. My mom didn't. So that I get on the phone with them. They explained to me that he had come back since he had come back the day before. He's acting extremely paranoid, saying crazy things about whatever. They didn't get into detail with me. They said he's just acting extremely paranoid. And they decided to put him on like some type of like meta, like just like a leave of absence type thing, but still get paid. Um, and that they took away three guns, and that's all I knew that he had. Mm-hmm. And they were asking me if there were more because they were like, "Well, sometimes guys have more, and they don't report it, whatever." Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, "No, that's all. Like, that's all he had. Like for sure, like definitely." And then they're like, "Well, we need to get all like ammunition that's at the house too." And I'm like, "Well, that's all like locked up." And I'm working in the city now, so I'm not there. Um, you guys want to come back at like eight o'clock? <laughs> and they did. So the same two guys come back that night and they want to pick up like all the ammunition. Um, it was funny too because I couldn't even the, where it was locked up. We couldn't. Nobody, none of us could like open like the key. Just like wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. Finally, one of the guys gets it open. Um, and then they actually even asked to like search the house and whatnot. And I let them because like whatever. I mean, they could take whatever. I talked to the, you know, and then they left. They were really nice guys. They were kind of like asking me for information. But at the same time, I was like a little timid of what to say yeah. to these. Cause, and I didn't know what even happened at work. I, cause they were being, I don't know if they didn't know or they were just following orders. Like go to that house and pick up the stuff, you know, yeah. or the, I, I didn't They're know. They're just what, doing their job or if they were more involved. You should just turn the sink on. <laughs> and started like, come here. Let's go. Let's go. So, I mean, they did, they, and also they did seem like nice guys, like, and concerned about his general well-being. And, like, they kept asking me if I, if I felt safe and, which, they kept asking me several times, actually, which made me feel weird. And I'm like, you know, I felt safe before, but the fact that you've asked me, like, five times now if I feel safe is, like, actually kind of making, freaking yeah. out a little bit. Like. Yeah, totally. <laughs> It's like um, the people are like, are you mad? Are you mad? You're not mad, are you? Are you mad? No, you're not mad. Are you mad? And you're like, now I'm fucking mad. <laughs> the fuck? So, um, so I, you know, totally cooperative with whatever because nothing to hide here. Right. Uh, I don't really get much info out of these guys, but they're like same level as him anyway. They're not like higher up mm-hmm. like type of guys. Um, I talked to him after the fact and told him, like, you know, so-and-so is here to get whatever ammunition and everything. And I know what happened. They called me and told me. And he was okay with it. And I'm like, I'm like, you know, you don't have to talk about it right now if you don't want, you know, whatever. We could talk tomorrow. You know, I was being nice about it. I was sure he was, like, not in, like, good place. Um, I don't even know. But the so the rules of this whole like leave of absence thing is that like he had to stay at his oh he told me that they were putting him on leave of his leave of absence because he told them that like he's going to be like getting divorced or like separated or whatever be the case so they put him on leave of absence I'm like how many cops like get divorced every day like they don't just like put you on leave of absence for that because meanwhile like they already told me they because of his behavior right. So, um, um, that weekend he came down to the house on Sunday, I think to see the kids and he was acting really like he's going to make sure, make everything right. And he's going to, you know, fix everything, you know, maybe get help, talk to somebody, this, that, you know, you know, make, you know, make sure make everything right or whatever. And I was telling, and I even said to him, honestly, I said to him, I was like, 
I was like, honestly, this whole like affair thing, let's put it on the back burner. Let's like, we'll deal with it later. Let's just put that on the back burner for now. Like I'm livid, but let's just like deal with that later. What I'm more concerned about is like you right now and like the mental state you're in, you need, like you need help. Something is not okay. And we can, we can hash that out all like later. (laughs) And I really meant it. I wasn't, you know, I really meant it. I was like, I don't want like my kids to have like a crazy father. Like I really want you to like, get better you don't seem okay okay like and um you know he he was very nice and like loving and everything that it was very like understanding and whatever and it was just it sounded like he was gonna like make things right and he was like realizing like he kind of i guess like realizing that he went a little nuts type of thing i don't know you know um a few days later we meet in the city after work and he's driving me home and on the way home he starts out of nowhere, starts telling me how tell, yeah. telling me how he he doesn't trust me at all. He can't trust me for anything. Like it's he just like starts like going off on me right. on the drive home. When everything was fine the last like few days. And then he came over and saw the kids, but he was very weird. The man kinda like it was like kinda like last time he was gonna see him for a while type of it was mm-hmm. like a weird vibe. Like giving them fatherly advice. And then pretty much, no, just, I don't know. It was just kind of like, I don't know. It was just weird. Then he put me like on block since then. I had no way to contact him. And in the time frame that all this other stuff happened and the days that passed, had you heard from any of his family members? No, and I had reached out. I had reached out to like the brother, the mother, aunts, uncles. Nobody would... Nobody really? would talk Still to Still at this point. Yeah. And that, that same uncle that married into the family, the one that was saying like he's acting like crazy, whatever. Um, I asked him too. I was like, can you not like ignore me like everyone else in the family is? And if I need to talk to somebody, like will you pick up the phone or whatever? And he like promised me he would. <sighs> nope. I'm black. I don't know. He never returned anything. I That's ever so never returned any of my calls or anything either. Um. Then I'm like pretty much like on block mm-hmm. and there's no way to contact him at all, which is like nuts. You know what I mean? Like there's like, we're raising some kids here and like yeah, we have like- a one year old and a four year old and he's fell off the earth. Like just. That's nuts. Fall- and-, and even, and, and I even said like, and about the whole like affair thing, I was like, we'll put that on the back burner. Like right. it wasn't even like about that. It was just like. And he's he was he like leaving me you. because like I'm a government spy. That's what was <laughs> happening. <right? laughs> oh my goodness. So um, I'm like, yeah, this whole fashion industry thing is all just a ploy. That's what <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it. It's always the fashion industry. Just, just for the record. It's like Zoolander. Yep. They're that's really exactly all, what it is. You're, you're after really the fucking all, king of Malaysia. <laughs> he caught you. No blue steel for you. You're not getting that. So, um, and then, oh, then, like, it's like, so ever, so basically, for like, so basically every day I'm living on the edge. Something right. shocking ends up happening, like, every single day. I'm high anxiety. I'm not eating. I'm not sleeping. I'm like wondering what the hell's going on all the time. I'm crying myself to sleep every night. Ugh. I'm, my self esteem is at all time low. I've right. never felt worse about myself. Cause all you, when someone like cheats on you, all you think is like, why me? What's wrong with me? Like, right. why is that one better than me? Like, and especially her. You know, it was like a real bad, I was in a real bad place. Mm-hmm. 
and the fact that there was no communication with him at all um so every day was just like it was like and but like some way you would pop up or another this that was like like every day was like on was like on the edge of my seat like i was like hardly eating one night at like 10 11 o'clock he calls i'm like putting them putting them to bed and he shows up here with like a few police and his uncle uncle another uncle okay uncle that's actually blood related like his mom's brother um he's here with police and uncle out of nowhere at like 10 o'clock at night and my oldest saw this and this wasn't like planned we hadn't talked about it Mm -hmm. like (laughs) to come and get all of his stuff and he brought the police here so you know whatever i felt like he said it was like a trap because like of course i actually kind of went nuts Mm -hmm. Because that was, like, the first time we had talked. He put, like, put me on block for, like, a week before that. And then now he shows up to, like, pick up his clothes and everything with police here in front of the child. Like, That's this couldn't have happened a different way. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, oh, you know. And and what did the cops, like, did you go, like, hey, I haven't heard from this guy in a week. And he's showing up with They, cops. you know, they keep it. You know, they're just there to, you know, make sure everything is copacetic. They're not really getting involved. You know, they see this type of domestic shit all the time, yeah. honestly. Um, but I start going, I'm like, you know, take your fucking shoes, like throwing them. Like, oh. of course. <laughs> you fell into the role, huh? You're like, ah, you know, I, I got this. I fell right into the trap. Oh my God. <laughs> right in front of them. <laughs> so you should have started throwing like pasta and meatballs at them. Like, yeah, I'm taking this too. Uh. Oh my goodness. And like the police are calming me down to the point where I look like I'm the crazy ass person and he's totally sane. Cool as a cucumber. Right, oh I hate shit like that. I absolutely hate shit like that. Like I have shit like that in my family. Uh, I have a cousin that she she went through some shit, and this fucking asshole pulled some shit on her, and she fell into the role, and it it fucking bit her. Like she's going through some shit because of it, and he played her good, and he played my family good, and it's a fucking it's it's crazy, like. You feel like it, it's like the world just turned upside down. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Like this guy, and and and, and I think I would fall into the role too. I, I can't say I would be exempt from that shit, but it's it's got to be like, uh, what do you do? You, you got to fall in the role because it's just stressful, and you gotta you gotta vent it out. Yeah, this guy shows up with his uncle. There's so like many he's things. The so good many guy. things that were like involved in the whole ordeal. Yeah, it wasn't like we got in a fight and he left. There were so many like parts of it that were like, that shit sticks with you. Happening, like, you know. I don't, you know. I know you know it because you said, and my mm. son, my oldest, got to see this. Like, mm. I remember um, different part of the family. I had an aunt and her husband like had a big thing, and I always thought it was a nightmare. Mm-hmm. But I like years later, like I mean, in my thirties. Yeah, said something to my mom once and I was like when they had a fight was I ever there and the cops showed up in the apartment building and like had to pull him out and he tried to sneak in through a window or some shit and she's like I was hoping you didn't remember that yeah I was like holy shit that's real and she's like yeah that was real I've had memories come up later in my life that I was like Wow, that that actually did happen. Yeah, I was like yeah. freaked out because my yeah. mom was like, oh. happened to me too." She had this look on her face, and I was like, "Oh no, it's real, huh?" She's yeah, like, yeah, it's real. I was like, "Why couldn't <clears throat> I have just been like Teen Wolf?" Well, he was like, four at the time, the so maybe not. But yeah, but yeah, totally, I was totally. Like, 
three. Yeah. <laughs> during this memory. Yeah. So that sucks, you know? And that that's a valid thing to be pissed and at. And he witnessed a lot of fighting between us, a lot yeah. of screaming and yelling. That sucks. I mean, only because, I mean, he's accusing me of being a government spy and I'm like losing my mind at this point. You know, right. I'm going insane because he won't just like, he won't believe me. Like, right. So he's like witnessing a lot of fighting going on. Um, that's terrible. Yeah, so after the whole cop incident again, I think I maybe I didn't hear from him again. Yeah. Like a week or two later, I'm at um Olga's apartment up in the city, you know, my best friend, and then calls me from a random number. Mm-hmm. And he calls me from like a random car dealership because his car is in both of our names. Mm-hmm. Calls me from, and we oh, hadn't talked. In order to trade it in, he needed We you. hadn't talked. Yeah. He needed me to come and like sign some papers, blah, blah, blah. Oh, please don't tell me you helped this son of a bitch. No. Okay, good. Because you've been so like, helpful up to this point. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> and it was actually that same day he gets paid and his pay would get direct deposited into our joint bank mm-hmm. account where we pay the bills from. Yeah. Or a good portion of it, whatever where the hell our deal was. Um, he stopped that. That same morning I noticed when I checked like the bank account. And then that same like afternoon he's asking me to like – Yes. Like help him get his car or whatever. Down, got in the car and then got out and walked. He was like, We'll come down to you then if you won't come up here. I was like, I'm not home. And I went and tell him where I was. Yeah. I was like, I'm not home and I'm not gonna be home all day. So don't bother. I'm not signing anything. No chance in hell. You send the money. Jesus. <laughs> you send the money for the bills. Okay. You're not stopping paying bills because you want to go live at mommy's. You send the money for the bills. I didn't sign shit. Good for you. Fuck no. Fuck that. God bless. So that was like the next time I heard from him. And then I think the next time after, then it was like weird. Then it was like kind of getting towards like the end of October, kind of close to Halloween or something. I got like a letter in the mail from like, you know, like how like you get a parking ticket or something. You get yeah, like a, lawyer, a lawyer's like soliciting you like, oh, oh yeah, you yeah, need yeah, to yeah. fight this ticket. Da, da, da. So I got like a random letter like from like a divorce lawyer, which I thought was kind of odd, but I didn't really whatever didn't think anything of it like it was just weird and that was that and it was just like again like it was like every day it was like something crazy popping up it was like i'm in the middle of doing something i'm at work i'm up here or there or whatever and something nuts pops up um and then like i was like i don't remember like every single day like the little details and i'm already taking way too long to tell this story anyway. no, no, it's good. so i think it was around like halloween i started getting i got like a letter or two about like a lawyer soliciting like their services which i thought was like kind of odd i didn't think anything about it mm-hmm. but then i remember it was like the weekend right before halloween or something like that i got this letter and i actually and i actually opened it and read it and it had like a case number on it and i was like and it said like you know his name versus my name with a case number but it was also just another like soliciting letter like from a lawyer saying like if you need help in this matter blah 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 contact us and i was like i mean odd that there's a case number and all that so i call the court on that monday which was also halloween i remember and you're like trick or treat sure enough i talk i end up you know talking to some females there and they they pull up the file it's a real legit he filed for divorce and he filed for divorce like right after he left like in the, earlier in the month when he said he would never going to divorce me. We were going to work things out. He's just staying at his mom's for now until he gets his like head in the right place. And he was never going to do such a thing like that. And Jesus Christ, he filed for divorce like from the beginning, but I was never served the papers and it's not official till you're served the papers. Mm-hmm. But I got, you know, I got these broads to make me copies of the paper. I was like, I'm coming to the court. I'm, co- I'm coming to pick up these papers. I want to read them. I wanted to get two steps ahead of him. 
um, like, well, we're not supposed to do that. And it's not really official unless you're like, girl, <laughs> girl, it's me, girl. So I leave work early. Anyway, I was going to anyway because it was Halloween. Right. Um, so I go to the court, pick up the papers, and I read it. And yeah, you like filed it in the beginning of the month. And it was just like mind boggling, like mind boggling to me. And this is someone that kept saying he was never going to do that, never going to file for divorce, like blah, blah, blah. Like it was just yeah, like. You said you were never going to go to the government. And you're never going to put bugs in, in your fucking <laughs> surge protectors and shit. And here we are. You're a terrible person. So that, yeah, that's got to be so, I mean, you're so trusting and you're, you're taking care of him and you're, you're helping him out and stuff. And then you get this, like how many kicks in the face? And you look great for someone who's been kicked in the face this many oh, fucking times. Holy shit. I think I left out a really important part of October, actually. Oh, yeah? What's, what do you mean you could say it? Well, it was an important phone call I had with his chief. Oh, chief of the of the government police? Hmm. And what, what did he say? Well, he told me a lot more than I – like, everyone else was being, like, evasive with me. Right. Like, what all was going on and whatnot. Oh, well, they're and he, protecting... But he, like, laid it out. He told me what really happened. He told me how paranoid he's being, all this and that. He was telling me everything. He was, like, all the strange behavior, like, everything he was saying. Like, he really – got into it you know and i wanted to find out you know i wanted to find out like whatever information actually i called the chief to find out because since we were not in communication i actually called the chief and asked like is he okay how's he doing i haven't heard from him like type of thing right but then we started getting into it and i found out all this and he told me that they were sending him down to dc that now it's out of his hands that they're sending him down to dc like the first week of November, I think it was, uh -huh. to get, you know, for like psychological evaluation or whatever. And it's like ordered by like the head of the Department of Justice Jesus. to do so and whatever. And, you know, he was telling me like, I don't know exactly what the results are going to be. All I'm going to know is if he's coming back to work or not. Okay. He's like, you know, it's like uh, HIPAA laws or whatever. He's like, they're not going to tell me like a medical diagnosis. I mean, if unless he tells me himself, he's like, but they're not going to tell me because like, you know, you know, patients have like rights yeah, yeah, type yeah. of thing. Whatever. He's like, I'm just only going to know if he's coming back to work or not. Like, he's like, so he said, like, I'll let you know when I know, but that's all I'm going to know. It's This is out of my hands now. Like, but he told me he wrote up a whole report of everything that was said and everything, you know, um, so then he, I guess he goes down to DC the first week of November. Mm -hmm. Haven't talked to him. I'm still on block. He's not speaking to me anything. I haven't, st I still haven't been served any papers or anything. I haven't, you know, he randomly calls me from down there asking me like, like, Hey, and I see it's like a DC number. I guess he's calling from the hotel. And then he says like, are you pregnant? I'm like, uh, no. Why? Oh, okay. I'm just checking. Thanks. Click. Like, like, just like. And this would be like in the middle of my work day, and I'd be like, "What in the yeah. like, Jesus Christ? Did you buy provolone yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> you should call him with shit like that." But I guess this was pertinent to him knowing, like, should he serve me the divorce papers yet? Like, maybe I'll stay with her if she's pregnant. Like, I I don't know what was going through his like right, right. crazy mind. So then throughout the month of November, I got in touch with his like chief here and there and asked if there was like any had heard anything, whatever. He didn't hear anything um thanksgiving weekend he wanted to come on like thanksgiving day but i was like kind of like i mean you haven't been here i mean i'd rather you know then my family's not gonna come it's everything's kind of weird right now type of thing why don't you come it's a four-day weekend why don't you come 
You're still the, being very civil. One of the days, whatever. Me? I am. Well, I haven't yeah. been served divorce, but honestly, because I kept thinking, like, he's messed up in the head right now. And, you know, to be married, you take this vow of, like, through you know, sickness and health, yeah. you know, all that type of thing. So I thought, like, if I went crazy, I wouldn't want someone to, like, leave me over it. Right. This is what I'm thinking the whole time. Even though he admitted to having an affair, Bless I was still you. thinking, like, yeah. Good. I want him to be, like, better. Right. Um, I wasn't, like, making any commitment for anything, but I still, at the end of the day, my utmost importance was that he was, like, better. Right. Um. So, on, like, Thanksgiving, so then he wanted to come, like, I was like, why don't you come Friday since, you know, come the day after. He's like, oh, I can't come on Friday or whatever. And I'm like, and I'm like, okay, well, why don't you come Sunday? Because like, I think Olga and Colin already have plans to come down on Saturday or something. Whatever. I had plans on Saturday. I mean. Yeah, you're living your life. Like, you're moving. I had plans on Saturday, yeah. So, and then, he's, and then he gets mad that I had plans on Saturday. He's like, oh, I can't make it Sunday, blah, blah, blah. So then I end up switching my, and whatever I was supposed to do on Saturday, I ended up doing on Friday anyway. So I let him know on Friday. I was like, actually, you can come tomorrow if you want, because I ended up doing that today to be nice. And he was like, oh, okay, no, 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 I'm still going to come Sunday. And I don't know. All right, fine. Doorbell rings Sunday morning, divorce papers. Holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Got, you got served. Got served. <laughs> Oh my god. And that god. was like a without warning too. I I wasn't expecting it. He was supposed to be here. Oh he was supposed god. to come here and see the kids. He wants to come see the kids. Alright, we're gonna we're gonna pause on this because <laughs> holy shit, that was a bombshell. Um and then we're gonna do this in a second parter. And uh oh my god, Laura. Like holy shit. So let we'll we'll pause here and then we'll take it from there and we'll listen to this. But oh my god, I can't wait to hear the rest of the story. And thank you. That's only just the beginning. Oh my goodness. <laughs> 